Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and go on places that make me feel good and continue that resonance. Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. Tell the Truth Tuesdays. I end up doing them on Wednesdays because y'all know I can't get it together on Tuesdays lately because I am having some form of alcoholism in my African-American and Latin home, one of them. So today is actually, uh, I was going to say March, but it's actually April 22nd. I feel like March flew the fuck by. Like it was just like well, March was actually long, and April flew the fuck by. It's like it's already the 22nd. I'm like, really? So today's the Tell the Truth Tuesday show, and it's a very special edition because it's about the rules. And a lot of y'all consider me like y'all auntie, y'all, you know, y'all big mama, y'all big sister, like whatever, whatever, because I'm too young to be some things and too old to be other things. But um, y'all are out here fucking up the game. I see you. I see you. Uh, I get at least 20 calls a week about some shit that your mama should have told you, your daddy should have taught you, your brothers, your sisters, your aunties. Somebody should have told you 90% of the shit that y'all are in my inboxes or in my emails or DMs or texting me about. And I think that people forget that um, cuffing season's over now. So cuffing season, the grand finale was Valentine's Day. Cuffing season, y'all know I actually have done shows about this, part one, part two. It's a real thing. It's about who you're going to mate with through the winter months to keep you warm, keep you fed, give you some hair, whatever. And then when summer hits, everybody starts acting a monkey-ass fool again. This is a fact. It happens in the animal kingdom. We're animals. <laughs> It happens. The minute that people can go outside, which right now, this is going to be the best summer ever. 
because everybody, as soon as outside opens back up and we see that people are not dying, everyone's whole button is activated, male and female. Now, my whole button has been deactivated because I deal with someone that would actually pull up on me. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, if I was in that headspace in my 20s and my 30s where I was just like, fuck the, you know, a city girl, because that definitely would have been my anthem. Real ass bitch. That would have definitely been my anthem. That would have got me knocked out at every barbecue. And, again, I don't condone violence. I'm just telling y'all what type of men I have been with in the past, and they don't play that shit. That's why I usually am not single for extended periods of time. I get snatched up relatively quick because they already know this motherfucker's about to act a fucking fool. But because if you don't want me, trust me, like, like Fantasia said, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And then let, let me, give me back to the streets. Just just get me back to the streets. And I see a lot of you women are very, very concerned about your men being given back to the streets. So let me just break down the rules for you. Just so we, we have a great summer and no one gets beat up. You might get snatched, but you're not going to get beat up. Um, and we just are all on the same page. So cuffing season is over. The minute that Valentine's Day hits, that's like your Super Bowl of the cuffing season. Cuffing season usually starts the minute that you can walk outside, lick your finger, and there's a, a breeze on it, right? So right around like September, like the last the last bit of, um, so it's like the, the fall, you know, uh, equinox, okay? Um, and Christmas is where you start to see like all – the, oh, you know, the matching pajama sets, all that shit is bullshit. All of it, 90% of it is bullshit. Because people that really love each other don't give a fuck what they wear to bed at nighttime. As long as it looks, I just found out my, my people likes a T-shirt. I'm like, well, here I am with these boxes of lace and satin and everything else and robes and shoes, and you want motherfucking T-shirts. That's what's up. So, again, here's part of the rules. Rule number one, know what type of motherfucker that you're dealing with. Okay, I can't express this enough, male and female, but especially I'm going to talk to the women. A lot of you women get into these humdrum things where you treat every man the same. Men do it too, but I'm I'm specifically talking to the women because I'm a woman and I have brothers. My two brothers are not the same. My son is not the same as his cousin. My ex-husband is not the same as the person that I deal with now. Uh men that have liked me in the past were not the same as the men that had liked me before. So rule number one, know what type of motherfucker that you're dealing with. Um, I cannot express this enough. Shut the fuck up and just pay attention to what the fuck he's saying and not saying, and I promise you, give it like six, seven months, he'll tell you everything you need to know. And let me tell you something, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this to you. I've never been with somebody that was like a Diddy-type character, like somebody that was just like a peacock and he just, you know, had to be the center of attention all the time. I've had close, but not like that. I usually get the motherfuckers that you can't crack. I usually get the motherfuckers that will walk past your ass butt-ass naked in the street and be like, bitch, put some clothes on. I don't get the guy that, like, everybody is, like, fawning over and he's giving all his attention and time to a bunch of broads. I don't get that guy. I get the guy that's extremely paranoid, selective. He might, he probably is a whole-ass Negro. He probably is. But 
for the most part, I wouldn't know about it, right? That's not something that's the forefront. When they talk about the, the type of men that I'm dealing with, they're like, oh, no, nah, that motherfucker's about his business, or, oh, no, nah, that motherfucker's a phenomenal this, that, or the third. Whatever type of man it is that I date, they are phenomenal in whatever the fuck it is that they do. So whether that's money, whether that's athletics, whether that's they look a certain fucking way. Oh, but y'all already know. I also don't fuck with ugly dudes. I don't. I fucked with one ugly dude in my whole life, and he was very rich, bitch, very rich. And I don't fucking regret a thing. I wouldn't know a thing. I don't regret shit. So my whole thing is, is that, and I write about him in the book, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess, available on Amazon and Kindle, the AP character which you subsequently saw what happened when motherfuckers are ugly and you try to leave them and then they be trying to kill your ass. So rule number one, know what type of fucking person that you're dealing with, okay? You might be dealing with, and, and as I got older, I had to start learning and paying attention to was this raised in survival? Two things, right? Because people do things for two reasons, fear or love. We could break we could break it down. You robbed a bank for what? Not because you love money, you robbed a bank for fear that you were not going to be able to pay your bills. Okay? Two reasons people do things fear or love. So if you can gauge what kind of man that you're dealing with, okay, how was he raised? Cuz it it's not enough if he fucks with his mom. My ex-husband fucked with his mom heavy. That motherfucker damn near ruined my goddamn marriage. And she can't stand me to this day. I just seen the bitch in uh, Houston a couple months ago. Bitch still don't speak to me. I, my son is 16 years old. I ain't spoke to her since he was born. And she's still mad because, you know, because I, I divorced her son, which he's on his, his third wife right now and all as well. But just because he take care of mama don't mean he's going to take care of you. That is an unrealistic, stupid thing to fucking say. Okay? Then... We have to look at, does he like women? Some of y'all get with these men and don't realize that their hypersexuality, the reason they fuck a bunch of bitches, is actually because they don't fucking like women. Not that they're gay. I'm saying, I'm saying something here. They do not value women. You are a human cum receptacle. You are a human cum receptacle. And I have done a show about the Madonna Whore Complex where it's like, a man will have all these sexual and carnal needs and not fulfill them for fear that he thinks, like, if I bust on her face or if I come in her mouth or something like that, then she's a whore. And I can't, you know, a lot of men cannot get past that. So what are they going to do? They're going to have Susie Homemaker at home, and then they're going to go find whatever whore that they can find in the street. And I went through this in, a, in one of my relationships that extended for almost 12 years. I used to beg him. I used to be like, why do you have to go out there and do that? Because we had a very, uh, it wasn't an open relationship, but he basically was like, if you don't move here, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do until you get here. And I'm like, well, don't threaten me with a good time, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what you want to do, you can't keep your dick in your pants because I don't want to move back down there because I don't have, he didn't give me, put it this way, he didn't give me any collateral. Those are the rules. That's that's later on in the rule book, but he didn't give me any collateral. I'm not going to go just based on your word that just because we've been together this long, fuck that. Give me a ring, give me a house, give me something that says that if I come there with my child, which I would never do no shit like that, you know what I mean, we're good. And I did. I thought I loved him. I thought I trusted Matter of fact, I think his birthday just passed. But we we forget things that we stop acknowledging. 
right? So every time a motherfucker done cheated on me, it was never because I wasn't doing my wifely duty or my girlfriend duty. It was because that's just some shit that was in you that you wanted to fucking do. You think that you tame the lioness, so you're like, okay, I got my lion girl at home. You know, if she step out, we good. You know, she's beautiful, she's smart, she's all these things. But you forget, okay, she was the, she, you know, everybody used to want her, da-da-da-da-da. They still do. And a lot of men forget that. So I wouldn't give a fuck if I let myself go, if my hair fell out on the sides. Somebody going to still want to eat my ass like a cupcake. It's a fact. I could give you a glass of water and let you go through my, my shit so that you could see I'm telling you the truth. But, ladies, I think rule number three is you have to look at your man the same way you would if that wasn't your man, right? So some of you broads have our men out here delusional as fuck, right? So I see some dudes, and I'm just like, do this bitch know that don't nobody want him? Ever at all Like nobody wants this motherfucker but you So, And it's always the ones that's a fucking mess Like and you're just like bitch are you serious Like you think that I would You understand what I'm saying And they do 9 out of 10 times ain't even trying to holler He's just trying to get him a little of, a, of attention Because you ain't paying him none in the house And you built like a fucking ketchup bottle Standing upside down So the point of the matter is So now we got rule number 3 You got to look at your man the way the streets look at him Okay So like for example like my partner, I know goddamn well there's no way that motherfucker, like, you're not going anywhere, right? So you can't, I wouldn't, that motherfucker wouldn't be allowed to go to the store, like, if we lived together. Like, you would not, I, where are you going? No, we are going to, because he's so fine, like, to me, right? And I think I'm a, a pretty, you know, I got some good taste, right? So nobody that I've ever thought was a 10 was really a 5, and, and nobody told me. So the motherfucker looks a certain way. So I think that men especially have this problem where they forget that just because their woman gained a little 10 pounds or gained a little 5 pounds or, you know, whatever. Now, now I have seen some cases where your bitches is dead ass wrong and you just fell the fuck off. You don't look shit like, you know, and you really still think that you got this motherfucker like that. That goes back to rule number one. No, you do. You have to know who the fuck you're fucking with. I knew my husband wasn't going for no, like, extra added baby weight. He still loved me, but we talking about I gave birth and I still maybe had 10, 15 pounds on me. He didn't care about that because I was I was tiny at the time. But damned if I didn't hurry up and go get me, like, a fucking several hundred dollar jogging stroller when we really didn't have it at the time because he was in between contracts and was outside every day running until my stomach went back flat. Okay, because I knew that I was married to somebody that took his health and took his body seriously. So what the fuck I look like being out here like an oompa-loom, and he's, you know, a certain way. And I know that aesthetically that's not the way he met me, was with extra weight on. So you have to pay attention to that, okay? Also, I'm getting a lot of questions about, well, I thought we was together, and now during this quarantine I ain't seen him. Baby girl, he got a bitch. That's it. He either lived with his mama or he got a bitch. And no, you can't go over there because live with his mama. So he's going to try to come over your house. If your dude has not tried to see, has not tried to see you or asked you every single fucking day during this quarantine in the last 30 days, you good, you need anything, how you feeling, you okay, whatever, whatever, because dudes are expecting that they finna be asked for something. So you may as well just ask for some shit. Don't be shy. 
if they can ask you for some pussy, this is also a rule, you can ask them for some money. And the two are not synonymous, but if I feel like I'm giving away my snatch to somebody, just one person, because remember, I don't got to fuck two niggas to get five things done. I fuck with one nigga, and then that's the person. He's not even a nigga. I fuck with one person, and that's the person that I go to if I need anything done. Car breaks down, that's who I would call. I need shit fixed in my, in my writer's apartment, that's who I would call, aside from family members because, you know, I'm fucking paranoid. So if you can't call on somebody to help you or to do something for you, that's not your dude, and you should stop claiming him. He belongs to the streets. If you hear out of one, just one broad's mouth, oh, yeah, I was talking to him, da, 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 and that shit is overlapping with the time that you were talking to him, he belongs to the streets, giving back to the fucking streets. Now, there are exceptions to these rules. If you are that kind of broad that you could just deal with whatever he's giving you, I call it the scraps, cool, okay? But then you can't complain because you know what this is. And if you watch Insecure, which, thank God, Insecure just came back on HBO, you're going to see how Issa is dealing with the TSA dude, ass clapping when they, you know, getting it on, and she's questioning Molly about what is the problem with your relationship with the Asian dude. You know, y'all go out, y'all do everything like boyfriend and girlfriend. You just have not decided on the title, which y'all know how I feel about titles. Okay? If I have to give myself a title, I don't fucking want it. No, you tell me what I am to you. Because until such time, we're just ordinary people. What are we? We're just ordinary people. Okay? We are. So, and that's another thing. Don't ask what we are. A man going to tell you within the quickness, and usually within a 90-day period if he fuck with you like that, he going to be like, yeah. Um, and it was just a meme that was out the other day, and it was like, hood dudes. Don't really, like, ask for, like, your hand and no type of relationship. They just start threatening you and find fault in everything that you fucking do. You know, so, again, that goes back to what what is your partner's love language, right? You don't need to read a book to understand that maybe your mate likes to hear certain shit. Mine is um, you got to buy me shit. Uh, money is one of my love languages. And um, kind words. Good deeds, kind words, and money, right? Like, don't fucking be mean to me, because if you say something, my ammo and backup. Now, the other part of the rules. If you know that the person that you fuck with has a bitch, because they told you or you otherwise know the broad, you do understand that part of the game is, Every minute that you step your ass outside your home, be ready to fight. I'm saying don't get caught off, don't get caught off guard and get beat up because you want to fuck with somebody else's man, okay, because you act like it wasn't a thing. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm with somebody, right, and I find out he got somebody else and that person is paying my bills and all this other stuff, I'm going to look at you as a direct threat to my throne, like you really was taking money out of my mouth and shit, now I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Now, is he going to be beat up and probably tied up in the back of the car? For sure, because he's going to be the one to tell me where you live, right? And am I too old to be fighting broads? Yes, I am. So that's why I don't be claiming these hoes. That's another rule that y'all violate. Y'all always want to put these dudes on your pages and shit, bitch, I'm embarrassed. 
I'm not putting nobody's raggedy son on my motherfucking page. You'll see a hand, a leg. I might even post the back of the motherfucker's head just for other dudes to know, like, see, I do be getting dick. Just, it's fine. You don't need to put any in my inbox. It's fine. And I don't think he would appreciate it. But I only do that, like, when when the men start getting out of control or some shit. And then, you know, you got to let them know, like, bitch, I said I'm single, but I'm not alone, right? But I know somebody that if they was listening to the show and I said I was single, I don't think they would appreciate it. But that's part of the rule. He can't tell me no shit, you know what I'm saying, and he's doing what he does. It's called dating, okay? If during this quarantine you have not seen your boo, he got a bitch and you are a side hoe, okay? If nobody has checked for you during this time, he doesn't give a fuck about you really at all. Okay, he's worried about his financials right now. If your relationship was built on money, okay, and he was taking you to eat and doing all this other shit and y'all hadn't really got into the nitty-gritty of it all and he ain't cash-stapped you or sent you a Zelle on some old, like, you know, normally we would be out to eat, you know, da-da-da-da-da, that's not your dude. Don't claim this nigga. He belongs to the streets. Okay, if your man's name is coming up in miscellaneous strippers and teeny boppers and 20 and 30-somethings and gym rats and shit like that, Mal, that Negro belongs to the streets. Take from him what you will, whether that's the dick, whether you like his conversation. You ladies need to learn how to date, okay? It is very true that there is a dude that might just want to buy your shoes because he got a foot fetish. There's a dude that might want to buy your clothes because he got the hookup at Neiman's, which is fucking subsequently closing. Last I checked, and so is Birdor. But, um... You know, there's a dude that might, you know, just like taking you to eat or doing all that other shit, okay? That's all so that you can figure out, this is what I like and this is what I take away from this relationship because everything is a relationship. People always want to say, like, oh, we was just talking. Bitch, that is actually the most dangerous. Listen, if I found out that my dude was on the phone talking to a broad every day, Every week or any, I don't give a fuck if it was once a month on a Wednesday. Oh, we only talked once a month on a Wednesday for like an hour. Bitch, you belong back to the streets. I don't want to hear that because that's emotional cheating. The emotional cheating turns into the physical cheating because the physical, this is another rule, should be the last thing you do, not the first. Not the first. Listen. Mine was so slick, I signed a contract, like, weeks before we even were were intimate, not really. And meanwhile, I'm the business person. I signed a contract saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to have, like, other relations and partnerships. And I'm like, last. Decided on it, we signed it, everything was consummated. I'm like, this is actually a fucking marriage. Like, I can't really do anything because if I do, I'm in violation of my contract, but as is he. So now he has a rule, which is, what is it? Romance without finance is a nuisance. I take it that you were fucking with somebody at one point that you were not paying them for whatever reason, and y'all know silence costs money. That's another rule. If if you fucking with a dude that got a bitch and he's not, at least taking care of some little minute little shit for you, if not big shit when you need it or making you feel like you can ask him for something. Because, see, I don't don't need the essentials. I never really did. 
I never was a Reebok bitch, a sneaker bitch. I always was a shoe bitch, but I never really needed that. So most dudes, like, when they would see me, it was just always like, well, here, here's a little something for your purse or here's a little something for your pocket. My birthday celebrations were always extravagant or anything that I needed. But I didn't go to mine and ask for simple shit, like $100. I'm going and asking for shit like tuition, I need a down payment for a car, like, you know, shit like that. But you're talking, you know, just a couple times a year. So they knew if I was asking for something, it wasn't nothing easy peasy. But it was also some shit that, so say I asked for a down payment for a car or somebody outright gave me the money for a car. I was in full understanding of the rules. I accept the money from this man for this car, which means that if I have another dude in this car, he's going to burn this car while I'm in it. Y'all can sit there and say, like, oh, that's not right. If somebody bought you something, it's yours. Not really, because I know that money didn't come from me. And I know if I gave somebody some money to have some shit on, like I got a thing, I found that I bought one of my hoes a little situation. This motherfucker don't even wear the shit with me. I find out you wore it and you was around some other bitches. You're canceled. You belong to the streets now. Keep the outfit. I'm good on that. Keep it. You understand what I'm saying? But you belong back to the streets. And that's why that motherfucker right now couldn't ask me for 25 cents. That motherfucker couldn't ask me for a quarter. I would I would fucking throw 25 pennies over the fall. Not abiding by the rules. I just posted something the other day. You ladies have to stop being bitter bitches. Men, too, because y'all starting to show y'all ovaries as well. This is part of the rules, okay? When y'all stop fucking with somebody, if that person was nothing but good to you, but shit just didn't work out, or they did what I call Negro shit, such as cheating, that's nigga shit. That is, that, not to say that that's what they're supposed to be doing, but this is the shit that I expect you to do. It's not going to hurt any less. That shit cuts like a razor, and then they may have to get cut. Okay, because you're going to feel whatever the fuck I feel because now what you're doing is, because the cheating is bigger to me because you're that's disgusting because I know how you fuck me. I know what you like to do, what you don't like to do, what you're going to wear, what you're going to not wear, right? So now I'm sitting here thinking, did you do that with her too? Did you tell her that too? That's disgusting to me. And now you put me in a situation where I'm unsafe because I don't know this bitch. And judging by it, you don't fucking know her either. You just thought she was cute for the day or whatever, whatever. Them be the most dangerous kind. Now she pregnant. Like, I, I don't have time. Okay? But if you catch a man out there doing nigga shit, another rule is if you take him back, you can't say shit else about it. <laughs> you really, after you done showed out and did whatever you're supposed to do, and I train y'all and I tell y'all, go pick out whatever car, whatever house, whatever ring, whatever it is that you want, okay, that's going to absolve the fact and going to cost him enough money because men only care about two things, they money and the other one, that's part of the rules. If you don't know what else your man care about besides money, I feel sorry for you. But they care about money. So when you have to hit them in their pocket, they'll do whatever you want them to do so you don't leave, okay? They will. They'll rob a bank for it. They don't care. But it's you bitches that fuck up the game, that let these motherfuckers come back without having paid a ransom. You can't do that. Because now they're like, oh, well, what the fuck happened? She put me out. I just went to go live with my other bitch for two weeks anyway. You bitches got to think. You got to think. You're being dumb right now. As far as men are concerned, you know, 
y'all don't take us back if we cheat. You know, that's that's part of the rules. And the ones, and I've actually been seeing where a lot of y'all are actually taking women back. I've never heard of that. That's where I'm from in upstate New York. Like, that's how women get killed. Like, that's not even like a like a joke. Uh, that's like, oh, my God, you cheated? Bitch, how am I still standing here talking to you right now? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just leave? So another rule y'all violate. Y'all know that this man got a girlfriend. This man ain't never told you that he wanted to leave her. You're not going to make him leave. And if he does leave, you're not a real G if you had to beg him to do so. If a man don't want to be somewhere, he ain't going to be there. I, I promise you on that. I have seen marriages crumble daily, daily. I, they was together 36 years, 22 years. People grow apart. People become business partners. People become great parents, and then they move on, and then they say, okay, this portion of my life, I would like to be doing this, or I want to be with people. A, you are not supposed to beg him to leave her because that's not what the fuck he told you. You knew what this was when you signed up. If he didn't tell you, okay, give him back to the streets because he just put you in danger, your body in danger, your home. Shit, I, I told you I was with a dude, I think it was like seven months, nine months, something like that, didn't even know he had a living girlfriend at all because um, he had other, you know, various buildings or whatever. And then she found out where I live because his dumb ass had an iPhone. So she just put, like, the little track. So you know what I'm saying? Like, th- none of that shit is cool. Now, if you choose to fuck with somebody, because in my in my mind, everybody got somebody. I don't do the married man thing. I've been tempted, but I don't do the married man thing just because I feel like she has all the rights, Okay. I have no rights. If something happens to you and I'm the one that's been swinging from the chandelier for the past six years, and there's no amount of money that you're going to be able to pay me to stay with you, and I know that someone is, is ahead of command, more, more in power than I am. I can't deal with that. It's really a power issue for me. But I also want men, as part of the rules, to understand that you can love people for independently for different reasons. You can say that you love this person because this is the person that was with you shooting in the gym and they've been with you for a long time because that's a different kind of love. And then you can say over here, I love this woman wildly because this is the person that awakens these certain things in me that I'm unable to get over here. This is perfectly biological because guess what? Women, you could do it too. You could be in love with this man for the way that he looks and the way he smells and the way he makes you feel, but he's dumb as a box of goddamn rocks. And you could be in love with someone over here or in like with someone over here because they they write you these perfect soliloquies and they, you know, they use the words that you want to hear to make you moist. You could be in love with two different people for two different reasons. So don't ever listen to somebody tell you. You could be in love with five people. Okay, love is not a unilateral thing. That's part of the rules. But ladies, please stop selling yourself short. If you know what time it is, okay, don't ask. You ain't put, and men, I'm going to tell you something else, part of the rules. Stop talking trash about the woman that you've been with for the last 50, 11 years, right? Go tell her. You want to tell me everything because you think I'm a, I don't lick wounds, I didn't heal. Because I'll tell you right now, yeah, and then she slapped me. I would have slapped your ass too. <laughs> You're not going to get any sympathy from me, okay? Part of the rules is the woman that you deal with on the side ain't supposed to know nothing about the woman that you lay in bed with. 
She ain't supposed to know where she works. She ain't supposed to know nothing about nothing about nothing. She's not. Because ding, 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 that's dangerous. Now, me personally, if I'm in business with somebody, I have to know everything because I have to know who's going to be calling, who does the money go to in the event that something happens to you. So I need a house I built for 20 and 30 years. Bitch, you're crazy. Don't ever ask him. Now, do I think that some of y'all men cap and make these, especially younger women, think that they have a chance? Absolutely. And once you get one or two of them bugging out, showing up on your front porch with slit wrists and all that type of crazy shit that happens when you put dick on people that are not mentally able to receive exactly what you was trying to get and you give them these false hopes, yeah, you have a problem. Stop lying. If a woman is going to give you some pussy, these are the rules. She was going to give it to you when she seen you. She was going to give it to you when she seen you. When she first saw you, she knew she was going to give you some pussy. You can ask any woman that. The only women that are unsure of whether they're going to give you some ass or not is if you're not cute. If you ugly, you smell a little funny, or maybe she saw you in like a prison like type setting, or she saw you getting arrested or something like that, that does not make a lot of women moist. But other than that, a woman knows within 30 seconds, it's called the blink theory, whether she's going to sleep with you or not. The only person that can fuck that up is you. So don't think that a woman ever cared about your wife, your girlfriend, your mama. She doesn't care, okay? Me, when I hear wife, I usually automatically just stop, and it's because I can't win. So if I can't win, I won't play. But hold on, we got a caller here. Let's see who this is. They've been on the line for quite some time. Hello, caller, are you there? Caller, are you there, 929 number? Hi, hi, hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good, honey. Who's this? This is Aisha. I'm calling from New York. Hey, Aisha. How are so you? So how are you doing today I'm in this quarantine? Maintaining. <laughs> I'm listening to everything you've been saying. Um, just trying to get my mind right. I was actually in something like this, and I actually okay. kicked them out right before the quarantine. Oh, girl, good for you. Yeah, it was. I don't know. And at this point, it didn't matter because it was too much. You know, it was just like the lies, the cheating, the disrespect. It was just total disrespect. And if you feel that you can be outside any type of night, then you don't have no reason to be here. You're not doing anything here. So. And well, that's exactly what I said to him. I picked him out from the streets, and he went right back to the streets. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. So we have a lot of, um, especially younger women, but you would be surprised how many older women are getting tricked. You know something? Yes, that is true. I'm 43, and we have a child together. Our son is four. And... He's 46, and I thought at mm. this point in the game we will be past that. Unfortunately mm. not. He still wants to be a street guy, and you're past that stage. He, you know, and it wasn't clicking what he wanted to do, what I said that he should be doing, and mm. they're worse than your average 20- or 30-year-old outside now. 
Oh yeah, because I'm gonna tell you something. A twenty and thirty year old man and a forty something year and a forty something year old woman. Oh honey, that's a match made in heaven. Cause all he trying to do is get to where you at, and all you trying to do is bust off a couple and go to fuck to sleep. You know, so people, you know, men. Part of the rules is men forget. Just like they go younger, we can go younger too. And usually, our union with a younger man that they look at that as like a notch in their belt. Like, yeah, like you know, I got me a, mm-hmm. a Halle Berry. I got me a, you know what I'm saying, a J Lo type broad. Whereas the older man has to explain why this little girl is dumb as hell. She looks mm-hmm. nice. You know, but she can't hold a conversation, and she don't even like the same kind of music you like, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so when these older cats be in the street, I, you know, I posted a meme on that on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott, and I was just like, you know, you see these men in their 40s and 50s, you know, named Walter, out with these mm-hmm. women, and they really think that they're so interesting and they're just so handsome and lovable. And I'm like, no, she just wants some money. This is a bag. Like, you yeah. are not interesting. I think it said, you are not interesting. Open your wallet, Walter. I think that's what the meme said. But, you know, a, a lot of people have to understand that the rules of this. Now, how long were you with him? We were um... – I'm going to say about two years, but we've known each other for over 20 years. We happened to reconnect again. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those instances I went back to my past, which never again. But um, I thought that things changed, but it wasn't to where I expected it. The change was you were still who you were, and I've grown, Mm -hmm. and it it was just not compatible. The only good thing about it, I have my son. Correct. Is and that your only baby? No, my daughter. I have a daughter. She's twenty-four. So I okay, and I started over. Started over. You good? You know, and I'm all right with it. And for some reason, he was. And I don't want to sound like I'm just this bitch. I'm sorry if I'm cursing or anything, but oh, you can cuss. You cuss all the time. More here. so when I had my child, my son, he was like. Oh, you want to be with me? I don't want to. I didn't want this, and I'm like, nah. I wanted my oh, wow. child. I can do this on my own. Like, thank okay, you. Okay, so can I we can. agree that he told us exactly what type of nigga he was, though? He sure. You sure? He told absolutely. us. He did tell us. See, and that's what I'm saying. You saved yourself so much time by saying, "This is who this motherfucker is." And this is not who I am, and I can't do this right now, so you have to go. We we spend a lot less time um, wasting it, right? So that's cool. You got your baby. So at one point, you didn't break the rules. You, you stayed true to yourself. That's the rules. That's mm-hmm. the rules. When you are true to yourself and you're saying this is not something that I can tolerate for no amount of money, no amount of toxic dick or whatever, you stay true to yourself. That was the rule. Okay. Now don't you want me... somebody? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now don't get me wrong. It took me a while to get out of it and stick to the gu- stick to my guns because I was adamant like we're going to try to get this for the sake of our child. But I woke up one morning and it was just like never. I can't do this. I, I refuse to do that this. Happened. And you're not alone. There's going to be 
Yeah, there's going to be so many women and men coming out of this quarantine like, woo child, the ghetto. I cannot, they're not going to want to deal, because because a lot of people, like, in my situation, right, so I know what my situation is, right, and I don't talk too much about it, but I talk enough to let people know I'm single, but, like, not really. I'm single because mm-hmm. I'm not married, um, and he's yeah. not married either. But the thing is, is that I understand that, because he's a little bit older than me, there are people that were in his life long before, you know what I'm saying, I got there. So I allow that. New people, no. Okay, just like you don't want me having, everything has to be the same. Whatever you wouldn't want me doing, I wouldn't want you to do it. And so, but I know what type of man he is. This is not a man that hates women. The guy that I dated before him hated women. Hated women, Mm -hmm. not to the point where it was like, bitch this and bitch that, no, no. Hello? And, like, stuff like that, that had I not stopped talking to him could have affected me and what was going on in my life. So this particular gentleman that I deal with right now, you know, every day, are you okay, da-da-da-da-da, he's real good with his hands, so he's always going to make money because he's, you know, he works. That's what he does, he works. So this quarantine really hasn't changed anything with him, hasn't changed anything with me, but I feel sorry for the girls that, we're dealing with men for years and years at a time, and that motherfucker ain't even came and checked on you, ain't dropped by no money, ain't, see, you know, checked and see where you okay, stuff like that. But I also had to learn, because I had a, a little temper tantrum where I'll just disappear. Like, I just won't talk to you for a week if I'm not getting my way. And 99% of the time, my way is something just as simple as, like, I need to see more of you because things are going on and scary out here, I miss you, whatever. I don't have a problem saying that anymore. I used to. I used to not mm-hmm. be able to tell a motherfucker that I love them. It used to. It's in my book. I talk about, like, when I say I love you, it feels like glass in my fucking throat. I can't say it, like, because I just, if I really mean it, if I don't mean it, I'll say it with the easiest of ease, like, yeah, you know, yeah, but I learned to stop doing that shit, too, because that's how you get knocked out. You know, you know like, like, you said you love me. I'd be like, I did? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But when you love somebody, you have to, and during the quarantine, I had to sit there in my little tantrum state, because I wasn't getting the attention, and say, okay, what is he doing? He's working. Okay. He's finishing this up, he's doing this, he's doing that. So we had like a week or like nine-day hiatus, and that shit was like torture, right? I didn't do shit. I just mostly just worked, and I cried a bit, not because of him, just everything, just life, right? This is not what I wanted. And then you realize that the only person that you really want to talk to is your significant other, your partner, your, you know, whatever. So if you don't feel like that, and then, of course, I have to talk him off the ledge because he ain't shit either. You know what I'm saying? And now he mad because he's thinking, you know what I mean? But he's so nonchalant is my issue. And I'm used mm-hmm. to straight psychopaths. I'm used to motherfuckers that will, like, show up at your house, like they blowing up your phone. He's not going to do that. And that's fine because he's grown. But in your situation, I think that you follow the rules. It doesn't matter. You could decide, and I just said this the other day, you could decide at any time. I'm not fucking dealing with this shit. Like, my mind was fucking up. He knows. He was fucking up. He wasn't being consistent. He was doing what the fuck ever he was. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. We have to be like this every single day. Everything has to be the same or better every single day. We're supposed to be growing. We're not supposed to be going backwards. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we're supposed to be trying to grow. So in your situation, if your dude, you know, was not in a situation where he was growing in his 40s, girl, you didn't miss anything. I don't you think You didn't so. miss anything at all. I really honestly don't. And I'm glad that it happened before the quarantine because I would have been in mm-hmm. here miserable. And constantly, right? probably God only knows what I've been contemplating. So but it gave me the opportunity to just be like, you know what, I'm glad I had this chance to sit in my in my space by myself and deal mm-hmm. with what I need to deal with. And when I come out of it, totally different person. Because like I said before, it was more so about my son. Now I can see you on the streets and I'm like, whatever. I'm even embarrassed that you're even my son's father. I hate that. I hate to be embarrassed. That's the word. But my thing is, I think that a lot of men aren't following the rules either, you know. And one of my rules is don't disrespect the breadwinner. You know, I'm always innocent. Now, I may not make more than my men, but I make enough that I I can get smart. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Flip off at the fucking mouth. Because I don't, you know, you're not paying my bills. I do it myself. But then I'm going to be crying if my tires get busted and then I need you to go, you know, put them on and pick them up and shit like that. I'm just, I'm really just a big baby, but I do boss shit. So I'm always going to be flipping the mouth because I don't need $40 in a pack of fucking Newports. I don't. My kid is good. Exactly, when I can do it myself. Right, but I'm not going to always get shit myself because I'm telling you right now, these hoes want to help. These men want to help. That is, It is in their innate DNA to, A, be a hunter, and, B, to provide. If those two things are not embedded in their DNA, you have to get rid of them immediately because we ain't the same type of people, right? Mm. If you're a giver, the uh, Slim Thug brunch he had. He normally has a big uh, charity event every year. The one that just had damn coronavirus and shit from down there in Houston. Fine as hell, rapper. Long story um, short. No, not Tory Lanez. It's some um, Slim Thug. Slim Thug just had. Um, I think he was on on the thing with Tory Lanez. The Slim Thug is a is a Houston uh, rapper. He's a oh, he's our age. He's our age. He's in his forties. Great finding a motherfucker, but bitch, he had the coronavirus. I said, wait a goddamn minute. Now, we was just at brunch with the, you know, now a bitch is scared. Like, wait a minute, I just saw you like a couple months ago, not knowing that the virus don't carry that long, but still. So, I'm I'm at this place, and there's like, when I say Houston, I've been going back and forth to Houston for years. My ex-husband lives down there. One of my exes lives down there. I don't speak to neither one of them motherfuckers. But the point of the matter is I'm down there with my girls. And this is just an example of not to disrespect your fucking breadwinner. So every time I started noticing that I was going out of town for books or whatever, my dude would get a little shitty, like a little attitude-ish and shit, like, you know, pick a fight, like to the point where I'm like, why are you doing that? Sir, Mm. you knew that when I walked up in this motherfucking place, 
that I could do some ignorant ass shit and you wouldn't even find out. Like, why are you fighting with girl? I went to LA twice. He beefing with me both times. Like, then I had to tell him, like, listen, I'm noticing a pattern. I had to put my psychology hat on. I'm noticing a pattern. Okay. Do not argue with a bitch like me before I have to go get on the plane. A, because you don't know what can happen on the plane. And B, because that's just stupid. That makes to say it, but um, for example, if I was going to be disrespectful, right, and my dude mm-hmm. caught my phone and I'm in the presence of, Houston's finest business people will say that. I'm picking up my phone because my dude is the one that makes sure that my shit runs when I get home. So I can't disrespect him just because I'm out of town, you know, and and motherfuckers is looking at me because I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all motherfuckers might all be broke up in this bitch or leave me stranded on the side of the road. You might rob me. So I don't ever disrespect the breadwinner in in my situation. Which is him Not that I ask him for anything But if I did he would give it You know what I'm saying Now on the flip side You see a lot of men I've been disrespected Okay I was with a dude once He had a little girlfriend Whatever we found this out Whatever Long story short I said before She can't get nothing in her name But Snapchat What was the purpose of y'all fucking relationship Okay So I said you could do whatever you want to do. We could still be cool. Just don't be disrespectful. You better tell her, like, okay, I loved her or whatever. Just don't. Di- sure enough, he goes, gets disrespectful. Now I got to drag you and her mm-hmm. because you disrespected the breadwinner. I'm the bitch that had businesses. I'm the bitch that was fucking handling business and, and making sure this was proper for you on paperwork and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking disrespect me like that. We don't gotta fuck with each other, but don't ever fix your face to be like, "Oh, she did this." I said, "What? She who? Who did that?" You see what I'm saying? So a lot yeah. of women get shit fucked up where they're online posting pictures. They get mad at they do. Rule number one: Don't post your <laughs> business online when y'all fighting, because you're gonna get beat up. I'm telling you right now. So yeah. dudes are stalkers. That's another rule. A lot of young girls think, oh, he he ain't on my page. He don't know what I be doing to be posting shit, and that's why you keep getting. Not that I condone violence, but am I lying when I say that New York men, the entire state, are just a little different, yes or no? You're right. Yes. Yeah, New York <laughs> men are a little bit different. Houston men are different than New York men. L.A. men are different. New York men oh, do not care about the police. Really don't. Not just New York City. <laughs> I'm talking about the whole state. <laughs> they don't they care They will listen They coming to get you They like nah I worked hard for this She not gonna just leave me like this So what I'm saying is, is that a lot of girls You know you think that that's doing something No now you just confirmed that you the hoe That he thought you was anyway And the same thing But when I see a man out with a bunch of bras After I know he just had a breakup I'm like oh you homeless And, and you don't have any money I'm for real. You look so stupid because I know you was just you yeah. hurt. <laughs> look, you're hurting. Yeah. And and it's crazy because my um son's father, he really, even though I shouldn't have done it, but he like you said he didn't like women because he was always in some woman's inbox and mm. selling them dreams. And I'm that sitting here laughing. Yeah. 
I'm cracking up because I'm like, are you kidding me? But you sitting here saying you have no place to go, and you're filling these chicks heads with all of this hoopla. And I said, I feel so bad for them. But I found it funny. But now you're sitting there. You have no place to go. You're back in the same Mm -hmm. situation with the same people that you condemned and cursed out. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's, it's, it's hilarious to me. It's sad, but it's hilarious because I'm like, you, like you said, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, Please don't no. disrespect the breadwoman. Like, we could have agreed to disagree, and I think that that's, like, my partner and I, we have little attitude problems. That's fine. But at, to his core, I know he just want to be loved on. He's really a baby. Really, I swear to God. You give him some food. Water, a little place he can take a nap, something to eat, and maybe give him some head or something like that, some pussy. He's good. He's good. He will not fucking bother you at all. You can do whatever you want to do. You might can't go outside, like, you know, because he's very, um, we won't say jealous. We'll say he's very uh, territorial. But I don't do shit anyway. You know, and he's too old. If I found out that that motherfucker was still in the strip clubs and doing ignorant, nasty shit in the strip clubs, he would be giving back to the streets too. Because I told him, I said, let me catch it. Because I'm the type of person, like, I don't go nowhere, I don't do anything, so this quarantine hasn't really done anything to me. But when I do decide to step out, I don't got to tell you nothing. Motherfucker, I'll just show up. And we'll just see how that works out. <laughs> if I show up someplace, right. yeah, what you going to do? You know, because we had to have a conversation about if that ever happened. And he was like, I would just, I was like, don't ever do that. Just text me. If you see me out with a dude, 99% of the time, that's my cousin or my brother, whatever, whatever. I said, don't just come and yank me. Don't do that. Because everybody around here is trigger happy, stab happy. You know what I'm saying? And I might be, you know, in shock, might hit you myself. Don't do that. You know, but. We haven't had the threatening part of the relationship yet, like where you have to start, you know, saying little threats like, yo, <laughs> if I caught you doing this, this, and this, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Like, we haven't really had that cute conversation yet. You know, I'm sure it's coming because summer's coming. And I'm trying to get my stomach back flat. But, nah, he, he mine is, is real simple. He actually does love women. He has sisters. He's very close with his mom. Not that that means anything, but just also the way he speaks about women is not derogatory. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if I would be very shocked if I found out he was in broads, inboxes, and shit like, yo, let's fuck, shit like that. That I would be like, what? For wow. Paranoid, like, you see what I mean? Like, I would be shocked because I don't think he's that type of motherfucker. It, now, here's what I can tell you, and I told him this the other day. I said, you the type of motherfucker I said, if you was going to cheat, it ain't no, like, whole nother relationship. Like, if he's going to go to the left on me, it would be some one-and-done type shit because he got his feelings hurt that day and he needed to get his dicks up because, you know, men don't correlate getting head with the actual full sex act. Like, no, I didn't even do nothing. I just they really don't. They, <laughs> yeah, they really don't. They don't correlate it that that's actually worse because she put your mouth on you and she could have had herp in her mouth, dummy. But the point of the yeah. matter is, they don't correlate it. They don't look at it as a whole sex act, right? So he decides he'll go get his dick sucked or some shit. Well, you was tripping, so I just, you know, da-da. But do I think he'd ever tell me that? Hell no. No. Because I already told him, I was like, you know, I promised God I wasn't going to punch you in your face. Because you know how sometimes you're so angry, you just hit niggas. You know what I'm 
angry, like your hand just. And that's a that's a female New York trait as well. And I'm not condoning it. Please, y'all, don't say that I'm, you know, but I am working on myself. I know I'm abusive, but this particular <laughs> one, I can't hit him. Because he's the type of person that if I was to smack him in his face like I have done his predecessors, like or punch him in his face or stab him or anything like that, like I have done in the past because, you know, I feared for my safety, um, mm-hmm. he would put me through a wall. And here's a kicker, yeah. he wouldn't even mean to. It would just be natural reaction. Right? And that's not something he wanted to do. And then B, I lost control, and now we're hurting each other. So we promised that we weren't going to hurt each other. But now let me ask you this. So you're sitting at home and you have this time to yourself. Isn't it wonderful? It's beautiful. Oh, man. Like I've started getting on my spiritual journey and getting in tune with my ancestors. And it's beautiful. It's peaceful. Well, that's another thing. I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, the ancestors, when they don't like somebody that you fuck with, oh, honey, they'll get them out. They be oh. like, unt, unt. oh, yes. <laughs> but that, I guess that's for another you feel that you were guided to get rid of him through them? Say that again? Do you feel like you were guided to get rid of him through the ancestors? Um... I would say so because it was I wanted him to leave a long time before this, but um, what happened was is that I just I, I would fall into this 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 little thing where I let him talk and I like okay and I felt bad and I felt sorry for him because of his situation and like you said the ancestors I I really honestly believe like. Screw this. You think he he didn't care about you? He don't care about your well-being or your son? So I guess I'm going to have to throw a little fire under the flame so you can get it. Oh, yeah, that's what they do. They make you extremely uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Right, and I tried to do everything underneath the sun to make him uncomfortable, and it was just like he was not leaving. And, And it was something so small, so small. And... I just jumped up and, again, I want to say this, I don't condone violence, but I can be, like you, abusive at times because I guess it's just a New York thing. And he kept playing, and I said, stop, I'm not in the mood to play with you, and I'm really serious, I need you to stop. And he kept going. And I just jumped up. I don't know why I did it. I jumped up, and I grabbed the knife. And I was like, That sounds like over. Just, huh? <laughs> that sound like Ogun oh, oh, yeah. came through real quick. Like nigga, we not doing this today. And the exactly. You know, and the his, funny his, thing his about it was, I did not get a, I did not get aggressive. I took the knife and I said, "I'm not gonna play with you." And I went back to my bed and I went to sleep. The next day, okay. I went to work and I got a phone call from one of his family members. And was glad they were laughing. It was like I knew this was gonna happen. I said, "What happened?" Yo, he came here with all of his stuff in a shopping cart. Think about that bitch is crazy. 
<laughs> so not a shopping cart. Look at God. Yeah, a shopping cart with his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good news is if you can sit with yourself and have peace, and a lot of people don't realize is that when you start your spiritual journey, um, and I can attest to this, and that's my seventh book actually coming out, Black Girls Book of Shadows, I talk about that. You go through these bouts of, like, celibacy where you don't really want to be touched, you don't want to be loved. you just like, can I just sit with myself for a while because maybe I'm not shit. You know, because, listen, when I tell you I had a lot of karmic debt that I had to pay back after my divorce. Mm. Mm. Really? I'm better alone. I think my relationship currently that I'm in now works for me because I don't have to see you every day. Because I would love to, but I can't because we're working. And we have other shit going on, and the money's always going to come first. So sometimes it's here as long as we're still making money. And I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. But again, I have to go back to the rules. You know, I'm under contract for another year and a half, and then when that contract is done, I have the opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to leave the state or I'm going to leave somewhere else. And then that means that my relationship, my marriage, because it is a marriage to this person, is now over, right? Right. We made our money. We did good. I'm thankful and appreciative. I love you. And it can go. And that's also part of the rules. So really it's not my job to make me want to stay. That's the man's job to say I've done everything that you've asked me to do Above and beyond that, I've given you everything that you wanted, which me, I just need a little sunshine, a little money, a little kisses, a little consistency, and I'm good. You know, I'm not the broad that, like, you could call every single day and then you don't call me for three days because mm-hmm. I think you died or some shit happened. Like, what, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when you feel, you know, because I, I could feel him at some point, because I get on here and I, I tell the truth. I have over, this is like my 330th episode or something like this. This is season oh, six wow. for me. I've been doing this Oh, yeah, I've been doing this since 2014, and um, this is for my mental health because when I couldn't go back to therapy because the therapist quit, you know, quit, and plus I was not telling her the truth. But I'll get on these airwaves and tell y'all the exact truth every week because the things that we hold inside of us when we can't admit that we're the abusive one in the relationship, when we can't admit that we done slapped the motherfucker, when we can't admit that we have been a side bitch or that we, you know, talked to somebody that maybe was married and we didn't know or if you did had that they went to their grave, you know, just being overworked and underappreciated. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Exactly. I, mean? I and, want I want my flowers while I'm here. While you're here. Exactly. And that's where I was. I had to learn how to deal with my truth because I was in an abusive relationship prior to mm-hmm. my son's father. And yep. That's one of the reasons why I tried to push for it to work because in the in a roundabout way, he, like, saved me. He got me out of the situation that I was in. And it was like, oh, well, I was yes, just getting ready to yes. say that's why you was with him because you was previously in an abusive relationship. He seemed safer. But the disrespect 
was actually probably worse than the physical abuse. Absolutely. Yeah. You hit it right on the nail. Embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. I already know. I did the same exact thing. I did the same exact thing, and I did the exact thing, thinking that the next one actually saved me from the person that I was with because I'm running from something. And that's what happens when you don't sit your ass down for a little while and just focus and just say, you know what, I don't want to fuck with none of y'all. We could be friends. We could be cool. But I had put my ass on ice for like a year and three months after my situation where I was with dude in Texas. And, girl, here's the thing. The one I was with before this one, he didn't even cheat necessarily. Um, he cheated himself. Like he was in a, a program and he's like, oh, I'm not doing this. And then he really was doing that. And I was like, bitch, no. And then his presence after the death of his father and the way that he treated that, and especially how close I am with my family and my parents, I was, it made me sick. And spirit was like, not this month. Like it's going to take somebody strong to get me to sit the fuck down. Like, for me to completely submit, like, you you know, it is what it is, whatever, you got to have a lot of heart, a lot of patience, a lot of money, and a lot of Mm -hmm. your own shit for me to be able to admire you and say, I trust and respect this person would not say anything wrong to me, so I'm going to listen. I don't listen to nobody because I don't have to. I don't want to do anything. I don't, and and everybody's like, and that's why you're going to be single, bitch, but I'm paid as fuck. So why do I yeah. care about being single if I don't have to ask, ask none of you for nothing? And then the shit that I, and then here's the other thing. If I ever asked somebody for nothing, something and they told me no, girl, I would keel over and die on this floor right now. <laughs> I wouldn't even Yo. know what to say. I would be like, no. What is that? Like, what do you I mean No. Yeah, what do you mean? And I don't like, speak why? To you ever what are again. you talking about? Like, you know, I've <laughs> never. I listen. They have been some piece of shit ass men. They really have been, but they have all treated me fair. They have all treated me queen like God. Like I, I've never had a pro. I, you know what? I don't think I've ever. And this is something that a lot of women can't say. That likes to put his hands on women You either gonna Sit with that and say I know that this is what he does So I'm gonna do things to not provoke him Or you just cut him off I don't judge nobody for what they used to do Cause I know that mine done Hit a bitch before I know he has He's from this area I know you done choked somebody <laughs> You done slammed a bitch on her side You know how they like to slam you on the side After you uh-huh. done hit him and shit And they try not to beat your ass And they just Take your little arms and shit I know you done did some shit But we don't need to talk about that Because if you just out the blue hit me You just opened up a whole nother gate of deities That's coming for you And now we can't be because I'm too old to be having You know black eyes and fucking You know it's just it's too much And there's no amount of money that's going to fix that You know And I think that even with the cheating I think that a lot of men don't realize That if you were just honest and you just said Hey I'm about to go to, listen, my, my dude that I dated for years that I talked about in Florida, I'm going to tell you how he told. One thing I did love about that relationship is that it was a huge chess game for like 12 years. So I was in Florida, I actually moved from Florida back to New York, and we tried to stay together. 
and um, it just didn't work. And he kept saying, you know, you need to come down, back down here. And I'm like, no, because when I was there, he had a big, ass, I'm talking about big palatial estate. My son could have ran around there freely. He never even met my son. Um, he saw him, but, you know, I just, I don't conduct my business like that. And so long story short, it got to a place, I was flying down there every month, every two weeks, uh-huh. then once a month, girl. And then finally he said, listen, because he was a whole-ass nigga. Pretty too, real pretty. And I said to CEO, matter of fact, not CEO, CIO of a company. He was one of uh, six black men in the country that was a CIO of a company. Just no kids, never been married to this day. Matter of fact, shit, I, I normally text him on his birthday. I didn't do that out of respect of my breadwinner. But the point of the matter is, I remember this motherfucker told me, he said, listen, I'm only going to tell you this one more time. Now, I told you to go pick out what house you wanted. I asked you where you wanted to live. We talked about this. He said, if you don't move your motherfucking ass back down here, what I do is no longer your concern. He said, because I could wait for 30 days. I could wait the two weeks because I love you. But you've been home now. I think at the time I had been home about three years. He said, and you will not come back to me. He said, and so, because he's a tourist, so now he's like, I feel unloved. I'm like, no, that's not it. What I deep down really realized it was, was that I didn't trust him. I didn't trust that I would get down there and you would be as loving as you are when I'm hopping on and off planes and in and out of cars. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get me down there. The money's there, but the you know you're gonna get me down there and be completely controlling. Now I gotta pop out another baby, which really was not something that I wanted to do. But I would have did it for him because he didn't have kids. And then um, you're gonna. I felt like he was gonna try to control me and just dampen my shine. I would never be doing the things that I'm doing right now. I would have never put out the books. And I actually, he has a whole chapter in my book too. He's the Victor Flores character. Um, But the point of the matter is I realized I didn't trust him. Do you see what I'm saying? So something down was like, and girl, anybody else, like that's why I never look at these girls online and think like, wow, that's amazing that he bought her that G-Wagon and all this shit. Girl, I already had that. That G-Wagon that they talking about, girl, I had that. I think it was, like, what was it, like, 2000 and, what, one? Or, no, not 2001, 2010, 2011. Girl, yeah. That was, like, my little mommy truck. Yeah, that's old. And not just that. Like, he would have done anything for me, but I wouldn't move. Now, fast forward, you know, I was getting ready to move to Houston, and then Spirit shut that shit down. So it's just, like, for as much as I claim that I don't want to be in the winters in New York anymore and shit like that, it's like, dude, every time I go to lead, the universe is like, no. Now, no. on the flip yeah. side, my partner right now knows that we have about a year and a half. We have some other things that we're doing. The year and a half would go by, and he would not offer because I said, well, okay, here's the deal, because he's a, a numbers person, right? So, okay, if you want me to stay, this is the house that I want to live in. And he's like, okay, that's it? I said, yeah. Huh. Now, he probably ain't going to say nothing else about it until that, year, until that year and a half is coming, and I'm not going to say nothing. And he's going to be like, didn't you say that if you could stay in this particular house that you wanted that you would stay? Yeah, so what, is, what, what are you going to do then if that year is up and he got the house that you asked for? 
Well, then I would stay because those was the oh. rules. Okay. That's the, I don't I don't break the rules. Just like he was violating the rules, we had a little one-week hiatus, and then I felt, you know, of course I missed him and everything, and it just was like we When dealing with a man, what is a rule that a, a young woman should be acknowledging? Um, I'm sorry, you was like in and out. Can you repeat the question? So if you were to be speaking, because you are speaking to thousands of young women right now all over the world, oh, wow. if you were to name one of your personal rules when it comes to dating, what is one of your rules before we wrap the show up? Listen to your listen to your intuition. Mm-hmm. Stick to your guns. If you feel in your heart of hearts that this is not what's for you or if it's for you, go with it. Because yeah. it, it to me, it's because never gonna leave. Mhm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. It, it's not gonna lead you wrong. It's gonna definitely guide you to where you need to be. I feel like. We as, especially young, we get so caught up in the moment with the love and the fact of being in love of being in love. And it's just like, and it's really not. It's all, it's all to me, it's all a facade. You just like this guy. He's good looking, the money. And it's, you got to look mm-hmm. deeper. It's so much deeper than that. Right, because a motherfucker can get some money, but can he keep it? Now, I've ran a that was the problem in my marriage. My ex-husband, yeah, my ex-husband could get money all day. He still get money. He can't keep it, though. And so to me, that's not really a hustler. I'm a hustler, so I'm going to get the money. I'm going to keep the money. I'm going to invest the money. I'm going to put the money where it needs to go because if I don't, that's going to make me paranoid. You know what I'm saying? I can't live my life like that. You know what I'm saying? I live like a little old lady, like a little hermit crab, and then I, you know, I pop out. I pop out when I need to, and then as long as I know that I'm good and I can take care of my kid, you know, there ain't no retirement. So when people talk about like their 401k, yeah, I got all that, the Roth IRA, everything. Am I really gonna fucking retire? No, I'm. I'm gonna be grinding until I'm not on this earth no more, creating, always doing something that's gonna exactly. generate income. <laughs> Generate some more money. You know? That's it. You're absolutely right. That's the epitome of a hustler. Make money, keep yeah, money, always. and make more money. Yeah, always. So it's just like, you know, so you could get a man that got some money. This is another rule. Just because a man got money don't mean he's going to give you any. You know, some men never that had no money, money, so therefore, no, it is. a lot. I see a lot of girls out here, you know, true. But the reason that I only fuck with men that have money is because I have a little bit of money, too. So, therefore, I don't think that the men that I'm attracting would attract a broke-ass bitch in the same way. That doesn't make sense. And if Mm. they are attracting them, they're looking for a father. I don't need a father. I had a dad. You see what I'm saying? Right. And I got a bunch of uncles. So, if I'm saying, if I'm only dating people that I, you know, that have certain levels of money, Right, because what's money to you might not be money to me. Be money, you know. Like we were all just watching. Yeah, we were just watching that series, um, Black as Fuck. It's on uh, Netflix. It's fucking Uh hilarious. It is. I I I couldn't stop laughing. Me too. I'm on the third one now. But to me, 
that shit is hilarious, but that's because I actually know people that live like that in Los Angeles. <laughs> field or shit like that this shit is hilarious the little girl acts just like my son the little smart mouth really? girl that's actually filming at the daughter she acts like my son yeah. like he has no clue like what his parents really do and, and you know and he's just like oh well you know like shit's okay and we're like no that costs money so i'm in no way saying that i'm that financially well off but i'm just saying a lot of the shit that he talked about was hilarious as hell to me so you have certain people, just like with Jay-Z's last couple of albums, that didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about because they had not reached a status of, of drinking anything be, beyond Moe or, or, you know, smoking anything beyond a, a, a Garcia Vega cigar. You know what I mean? Like we just we didn't know. So part of getting money is having to evolve and educate yourself on different and things like I yourself. own. Yeah, you know, I, um, I, I own 716 CBD, right? So mm-hmm. with all this COVID-19 shit happening, a couple months ago, I wasn't going to buy a farm. I was like, uh, they're not going to legalize marijuana in New York State for some years and da-da-da-da-da. COVID-19 happens. Now you're almost going to have to legalize it this election because we need to put money back into the state. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, yeah. a couple months ago, I I didn't want to buy a farm. Now I'm probably going to go buy a farm. That's good. Yeah, I have a saying, you know, how back, maybe like a few years ago where everyone was on this, no new friends, no new friends. And mm-hmm. at first I was saying it, and then I had to, like, really think about it. And I'm like, no, I don't want the friends that I have because the old friends that I have, I need all new friends. Because the friends that I have now, they're not elevating. Evolving. They're not evolving. So I'm all for all new friends, you know. And I had to even teach that to my daughter. Like, the new, the old friends you have, where, where are they? What have they exposed you to? You want more. You want better. So for all of the young ladies that are listening out there, get you some new friends. Get you ones that to that's traveling the world and seeing new things and doing businesses. Get out there and get on your grind. This, especially now, this is the time for you to get on it. Right. So what? I'm- when I 